It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Panacea Concept, episode 184, Why You Were Diagnosed with Disease. This is the final part. So uh, this is the conclusion to the series. I thought if I spent uh, about five episodes or so really going over the um, different perspective than the, what's really talked about in mainstream uh, medicine circles, uh, then it would be easier for people to understand. I could just refer my clients to these five episode series and uh, it'd be really easy uh, to really get at least a foundational way of thinking around the reality of disease. Uh, so uh, to this episode is remission case studies. So it's easier if we have examples of why or how people recover really uh, from various different things. And it's not really that they're recovering from a particular disease. It's that they're, they're ignoring the symptoms. You know, if it's not going to kill you, you can ignore the symptoms. Now then you um, look at the root level causes or the root level imbalances and you fix those. Then how do you fix those? We'll go over that today. Um, nothing I share in this podcast is a secret. If you uh, look in um well, if you get my certifications, you'll definitely learn everything um, or a majority of the stuff that I do with my health coaching. Um, but then if you look and read these uh, integrative health practitioner type uh, people's books and their stories and these functional medicine doctors, their stories from their patients, uh, because they're if, if they're functional medicine doctors, they're legally allowed to call their patients patients, um, uh, but some of them would probably still call them clients. Anyway, all, all just a, a game of words. Um, so when it comes to how you get better, it's really nothing novel. Um, sure, there are different protocols and things like that, and I happen to be biased about my uh, the protocols I've learned um, with the practice that I've learned from the Cabral Wellness Institute uh, and with the team over at Equal Life. Um, but the but when you read those all those other books, let's say Stop the Thyroid Madness, let's say uh, what's his name, Mark Hyman's. Uh, material. If you uh, look at Tom O'Brien's material, there's the uh, uh, Isabella Wentz. Um, you look at all those, all these different people. They basically say the same thing. They just have these little tweaks or so to how they do things. Uh, what I've noticed after reading a lot of their work is that um, what I've learned from the Cabral Wellness Institute really just it, it has a more holistic view. So it'll add on uh, more things and there'll be a little bit more of a broader scope, um, a, a, in my opinion, a better understanding of, of the imbalances. And uh, in, in that case, it's to me, it seems a lot better. So I don't want to like put anything down. But um, like I said, I'm biased, but also, like I said, I read all of these other books and they basically say the same thing, but they're missing little, little key points that I think are, are foundational. Um, and taking that, that was 50,000 foot view, 100,000, whatever, 
that two mile, three mile uh, viewpoint, you can see why not just add these things into it? Why not look into these other different subsystems that uh, how they're functioning and then uh, correct them? There's no harm in, do in uh, trying to balance out uh, the body. It's not like treatment, um, treatment or pharmaceuticals, these or even um, green medicine. It's not like not like that where you're you're really dependent on these um, products to fix you. It's more like these products are tools, and you're using that to get the job done as you uh, correct these lifestyle imbalances as well. Um, you know, getting less poison in your food, less poison in your water, less poison in your air. That's basically all it is. Toxicity is basically um, just different poisons. So. Um, so today let's get into it. All right. First, uh, I have an event coming up August 21st. So if you're in the High Point, North Carolina area, uh, that's Greensboro, Winston-Salem are nearby. Um, some other cities that I'm not too familiar with are nearby. Feel free to sign up for my event. Uh, the link will be down below. I am teaching a free class uh, and the picnic shelter is rented out for four hours so you can relax and have a picnic um, in, in a shelter, uh, which is basically, I didn't even, I was this term was new for me, picnic shelter. And I was like, oh, that's what they call the, the picnic area that's covered. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Anyway, so you can sign up for that. It's completely free. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's that one thing. The other thing is if you, at any point during the show, you feel like you need to, or you feel motivated or inspired to, um, uh, pursue different health topics that then what I cover here on my podcast, uh, feel free to use the links down below. There are assessments, there are, um, there's a group you can uh, go to. There's there are plenty of free groups. Um, of course, I'm promoting my own uh, so that I can help you more personally and as with a smaller group um, than the other ones I know where they have thousands upon thousands of people. I think it'll be a little bit better for you uh, to get more personalized free help, uh, free assessments, uh, free group. And, uh, then there's coursework. So you can take the courses, uh, so you can learn about your particular imbalances. Um, and I've gone through the thyroid course that's available down below. And that was really good a through Z, um, uh, course. So feel free to use that. If you go through my links, they are affiliate links and you can, um, uh, get support and added bonuses if you give me the order numbers so that I know that the link tracked. These aren't like super tracking links. Uh, these links aren't like Google or uh, other companies that are infamous for spying like Facebook. Uh, so they don't like, you know, do much more than just track where you go for, uh, I believe, 30 days at the most. Uh, and they're easy to get rid of uh, over time or even accidentally. So that's why I need the order number. Uh, anyway, so now that the, um, what do you call it, housekeeping is done, let's get into the show. So uh, let's go for this format. So the format I'm going to use for this case study so that you understand things a little bit better are the symptoms, basically, uh, behind the disease or whatever you want to call it. So symptoms, that's what they are. Um, the test that uh that was used in order to to assess these imbalances and then the protocols that was used to uh it, to correct these imbalances so basically you're going to uh pretty much get these clues which are symptoms and then you're going to make an assessment whether that's uh taking one of the assessments down below or whether that's 
taking a functional medicine at home lab test, which is much better than a general generalized assessment or just going by symptoms, because then you understand the specific data points that you're working with and what needs to be uh, taken care of in order for these symptoms to um, be remediated or to disappear because they have no reason to be present. So that's the, the, the structure that I'm going to use. So let's go for the first case study. Oh yeah, I'm going to leave out lifestyle protocols and lifestyle things that I would be helping out because of how specific it is for my individual clients. Um, you know, everybody has, it's not like so like everyone is super unique when it comes to their imbalances, uh, but they are super unique in where they are in their life and where what they feel like they need to do, what are their biggest hurdles that they need to jump over in order to get to the smaller stuff. You know, if you have these issues that are so big, you know, it, that would be your one big rock that you want to really get off your shoulder. Then that would be. Um, you know, very individualistic. So, uh, so I'm leaving lifestyle protocols and, and things like that out. Uh, of course, go to other episodes if you want a little bit more. Um, you know, I'll drop hints here and there because I'm not specifically talking about it again because of the specific nature of it. So let's go first. Uh, first case study is going to be the gut dysbiosis. Who has gut dysbiosis? Just about everyone to some point because uh, in our food, there are so many different chemicals. We're exposed to so many different chemicals. We breathe it in. Um, it goes through our skin. All these different things um, can lead to a gut dysbiosis. We drink uh, certain things. Like if we drink alcohol, that's alcohol. It will kill um, the little microorganisms in your gut that, that break down food and are responsible for the majority of your immune system. Um, so that is very important. And like I said, these are little microscopic organisms, trillions upon trillions of them, and they die easily, especially the more beneficial kind. And then that leaves the more resilient kinds uh, like fungus um, to more space to grow because of the other organisms really not being there to compete for survival and nutrients from the, the food that you ingest, um, then those are typically the, the areas there where the dysbiosis really goes. So candida, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, um, parasites can also be an issue with the gut dysbiosis as well. Um, what else? Yeah, like I said, fungus, bacteria, um, and pretty much that's that's like the majority. I'm sure there's a few other ones that escape my memory right now. Um, but what does it mean at the end of the day? It means gut dysbiosis. So, um, so yeah. So let's say some of the symptoms. So let's go first part: symptoms. What are some symptoms that you have uh, gut dysbiosis? I believe there's also assessment down below um, that you can go through as well which is free. You don't even need to give your email address. So the gut dysbiosis symptoms would be gas, bloating. Um, it would be really bad gas. I think that's something that's not talked about too specifically, but let's face it. If you are 
um, farts, let's just say your farts, your flatulence really, really, really smells, then that's a sign there's something really wrong going on in your gut. There's a bad dysbiosis. Um, really, ideally, once you're rebalanced, we have a rebalanced gut, you eat food. Yeah, occasionally you pass gas, but it's not going to smell. And, and that's may sound weird if you're used to having uh, your flatulence smell your whole life, that's because there was an intestinal issue practically your whole life. Um, we can be born with an intestinal dysbiosis. I forgot to mention that. So even uh, once we're born, we can have that issue if our uh, mothers had that issue as well, unbeknownst to them, because this isn't something that the mainstream medicine uh, empire uh, really look at. So gut dysbiosis, super easy to have. And um, those are the symptoms. So next up is the test. So what specific test would you do? You wouldn't really go to your mainstream doctor for these tests because they don't really run or even are most of them aren't even trained. Um, I say most because I'm, I'm being generous. Okay. Probably none of them are really trained on gut dysbiosis and what to do with, with correctly fixing it. They'll throw drugs at it, really harsh drugs at it, which can lead to more of a dysbiosis. So for example, if you have candida or even Lyme or pretty much anything, um, they'll throw a pill at it that causes dysbiosis. So antibiotics, guess what? Kills those um, easier to kill uh, gut uh, bacteria, microorganisms as well. Um, and then that means that you're going to be causing further dysbiosis. Maybe the symptoms go away, but then it's, they more symptoms that are gut related will pop up later on. That's not because they corrected a problem. It's because they uh, really just suppressed or um, the expression is they robbed Peter to pay Paul. Either way, you have a problem and you owe, you owe someone money, right? So, um, or you stole from, you borrowed from Peter to pay Paul. I believe that's the expression. Anyway, either way you owe somebody money, it's not really solving the issue. So it's the same thing that happens when uh, these mainstream doctors, these pharmacology based doctors uh, really tackle or try to do what they're le really legally, re um, legally responsible for doing. They have a specific protocol. They can't break the protocol. So let's say even if they did know better, they still would be liable if they went away and did their own uh, thinking. So really group think is kind of uh, ingrained in mainstream medicine. Uh, so you, they can't really break out of it unless they want to do coaching and the not take insurance and sort of things, basically do what I'm doing. So um, the and then, then they wouldn't be curing, treating, or diagnosing disease. That's my disclaimer. I do not cure, treat, or diagnose disease. I work with the underlining imbalances. So that's get dysbiosis. So if you, pretty much the easiest way to tell is a, the smelling gas, the uh, bloating, the uh, digestion uh, discomfort, um, skin issues could also be a pop. Uh, uh, issue with that. Um, even, uh, lack of clarity with your mind that could be related because the gut and the whole body is connected, but the gut is literally called the nickname that it has is the second brain. So the, uh, gut brain access real thing. Um, even hormone issues. I, everything's, I mean, it's hard to, to put a definite line with, um, 
where gut dysbiosis ends and where uh, something else begins because it's gut it's a huge part. And there's so many symptoms uh, depending on your genetic susceptibilities that can manifest um, and present itself. And, uh, and yeah, so we'll leave it at that. So specific protocols. So I went through all these protocols myself. It was developed over thousands upon thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of appointments. And, and I, um, say hundreds of thousands because the Cabral wellness Institute just alone, just with that Institute, that, um, that wellness practice has seen over 300,000 appointments. And that's, so that was like that's pretty recently. When I learned these protocols, they had seen over a quarter million appointments, so 250,000. And so that was, these protocols are developed and tweaked and they add certain things where you'll read these other books on maybe specific gut dysbiosis things like um, the yeast connection or something like that. And you'll notice it's a a classic uh, book anyway. um, And you'll notice that uh, that's basically the same thing, but, but this, these protocols are incorporating so many other uh, things that work synergistically well together, like let's say the citricidal drops, let's say the biofilm disruptor specifically formulated from Equalife, um, but they did uh, previously use different companies' biofilm disruptor. So there's not too, it's not like there's no other biofilm disruptors that work. Um, then there's a uh, antifungal, antibacterial uh, type natural uh, substances, extracts that are used in, in this uh, CBO protocol, this candida bacteria optimizer protocol uh, that I did and recommend and ha- has been really successful for, like I said, probably hundreds of thousands of people, maybe tens of th- thousands of people. Either way, a lot of people have used it with great results. Sometimes uh, there are some lifestyle things that are overlooked, which means that these people have to, they didn't, uh, basically it means maybe they didn't make the lifestyle choices that would had um, led to keeping the results of the CBO protocol. Um, and so that can happen. It's not like these things are, are permanent uh, cures, right? We're not curing here. We're rebalancing. So if there's something in your environment or lifestyle that's causing things to get imbalanced again, then yes, then your gut can get uh, imbalanced again. So Anyway, so the CBO protocol, I use, uh, I recommend citricidal drops, super cheap. It's like 15 bucks uh, and it's powerful. Uh, uh, and it actually has power, powerful antiviral and antibacterial uh, properties. So, I mean, that, that, that's the great thing with natural protocols is that they use so that they have so many synergistic effects. They have so many wide spectrum uh, of effects that just saying that this citricidal drops is is great for bacteria, um, is really doing it a disservice. There's so many benefits to taking the citricidal drops with the correct, <laughs> the correct way. I'll just say that. Um, so just, it's a, a very, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, emphasize this. It's best to know what you're doing and to work with a practitioner. That's the best thing you do. An experienced practitioner, someone who's learned uh, exactly what to do. That, that would be the best thing. Um, and then it's also best that you make sure you're doing it right and double, triple check what you're doing. Um, anyway, so specifically uh, in my practice, I've seen great results with the CBO protocol with plus citricidal drops. I've seen great results with all the protocols. The only protocol I haven't done personally yet is the uh, parasite protocol, which I will be doing uh, sometime this year, just because uh, it doesn't hurt anything and it, it can only lead to benefit. So um, 
So yes, I'm going to be doing that. So that would be the protocols for rebalancing your gut. Um, oh, and then the ending of the re of the gut protocol would be helping to preserve and heal your outer gut wall, the epithelial uh, gut wall, which means um, which. So typically when people drink and they have this dysbiosis and they have all these other stressors on their life, the gut wall can lose its integrity, meaning that it could cause something that's called leaky gut. Um, this is a, a perfectly normal gut function. The gut is normally somewhat permeable, and this is how vitamins and minerals and other broken down proteins go to the blood um, to nourish the body and to um, shuttle things where they should go. Um, so, uh, but the issue is that it could lose its structural integrity, uh, resulting in larger holes being more permeable than it normally is. So that is a big problem and typically linked to autoimmune diseases. Um, but again, not curing, treating or diagnosing disease. But anyway, so you want to seal up that gut wall. So there's something called the CBO finisher, which is a combination of aloe vera, um, licorice root extract, marshmallow root as well, and other um, essential amino acids that have been shown clinically, which have been shown on in studies and have been shown in the real world to really help with the rebuilding of that gut wall. And you do that for three months. So you're talking about three to six months, um, preferably six months, really taking your time, eliminating those foods that cause inflammation and, um, and allowing your body to heal. I mean, this, this is kind of the complete opposite of what, how people do things. They expect products to do everything for themselves, but that really takes the responsibility off of you. And what you want is you want to be, you don't want to, you don't want a hero. You know, you don't want, uh, I talked about, I think I talked about the, uh, the drama triangle before, but anyway, so you don't want to be in that drama triangle. You don't want to look for a hero because you're not a victim and, uh, you don't want to be, concentrating all your time on a villain. So you want to really branch out of that drama triangle and just be a student, learn what you need to do, and then look at these products, these uh, protocols that I'm mentioning on the show, not as a, you know, the, the savior uh, miracle cure type thing, but really as a tool to help your body do what it's, what it would normally do if it had enough nutrition. And if it didn't, if it didn't have all these toxicities, holding it back from recovering. So, um, all right, going on a bit of rant. So let's go to the next one. Uh, gut dysbiosis. Second uh, case study is heavy metal toxicity. This is super simple. Um, sure, there's these other problems that you that will accompany it, but let's just go to heavy metal toxicity. So uh, you do a first symptoms, symptoms of heavy metal toxicity. Maybe you have thyroid issues, skin issues. Um, so again, uh, slow thinking. Um, there is... Uh, it can even lead to hormonal imbalances as well, because it's a, a, um, a total body burden. It's adding on to that. Um, there are, uh, viral, oh, here's a, a, a lesser known heavy metal symptom would be viral outbreaks. So let's say you have, um, cold sore outbreak, or, um, maybe you get sick more often, things like that. So heavy metals, um, uh, more uh, a person who has more heavy metal toxicity is a little bit um, better. He that person is a little bit better of an environment for viruses. Everyone has a a virome, what's called a virome. Excuse me, 
Um, and so everyone has trillions of viruses already in them. Uh, the same thing goes with the gut. You have trillions of bacteria, fungus, and, and um, other microorganisms. So that's fine. You just want it in balance. So you want these, your virome as well in balanced. You want it in balance, not imbalanced, but in, in balance. So, um, so yeah, so doing a heavy metal uh, detox. So this is a simple about 45 day protocol. Um, doesn't require too much except for you to take things that, that out of your lifestyle that are potentially leading to heavy metal exposures. Um, and then that would be, so your water, your foods, depending on how you're cooking um, and take those out of your environment as you're doing these uh, heavy metal detox. And what you would want to do is really permanently taking it out of your environment. So keep drinking uh, good, clean water, keep uh, cooking with cookware that isn't uh, leaching or getting heavy metals like aluminum or uh, being one of the most common ones, aluminum. Um, there is another one. Mercury are, are, are two of the most common ones that show up in the uh, functional medicine test. So, um, all right, let's go into the test. So the testing you would take is a hair tissue mineral analysis. Um, and it's also called the hair, it's got called the minerals and metals test over at Equal Life. Um, and that's just simply to let you know what the test is. It's easier for people who aren't practitioners to understand what they're ordering if it's named something a little bit easier to understand. So it's a hair sample test. And um, you know what? There are other tests to take. Basically, what you're looking at is the big five. That's uh, These are the ones that I'm going to be going over uh, again, and I'm going to sum it up at the end of if you have issues, um, what tests to take, and that's going to be the best ones are going to be the ones I help out with. Again, biased, but I did actually get help from this, and thousands upon hundreds of thousands of people have gotten help from these uh, tests and protocols. So let's move on. So heavy metal toxicity. So that's a test. That's a protocol. Those are the symptoms. Next up, slow thyroid. So slow thyroid, uh, pretty common, mostly in uh, females, but although I also had a slow thyroid. Um, and uh, like I was saying before, you may have picked up, but there are so many reasons for the thyroid to slow down. And that's because if your body perceives more stress in your environment, it's going to want to shut down, slow things down so it can conserve resources. So it could just be plain stress. It could be toxicity. It could be a gut dysbiosis. It could be um, different uh, EMF-based stress. It could be poor sleep. It could be um, lack of nutrition, all these things, right? Um, so what are some symptoms for a slow thyroid? There's actually an assessment down below, uh, but cold body temperature, uh, weight gain, um, there, you know, personally, I, I know I had, uh, issues thinking as well, and whether it was the thyroid or whether it was a combination of all the issues I had, thyroid, heavy metals, gut dysbiosis, all these things, who can say either way, uh, you got to take care of all of them if you really want to achieve the optimal wellness, um, the op optimal state of being. So anyway, so those are some symptoms you can have. Uh, obviously, you can easily test for this and mainstream doctors do test for this. So if you have a TSH above 2.0 uh, TSH, then it's slower. If you have um, I believe under 0.5 
or one. You know, I don't want to give you the wrong number. Uh, I don't remember all of the, the tests, uh, testing numbers off the top of my head. That's really not something that I try to do. Um, but generally, it, most people are going to have a slow thyroid. That's why it's a little bit easier to forget uh, the uh, hyperthyroid. But anyway, uh, what else? We have the slow thyroid, the protocols, protocols, really. Uh, so for when it comes to the thyroid, and you can take the course down below and get some free support as well, um, you're going to have minerals that are very important for the production of, of particular thyroid vitamins or hormones, my mistake. Um, you're going to have particular toxins that are going to slow down the thyroid, like chlorine, like the heavy metals, uh, specific heavy metals can cause more um, issues or displacement it, with your thyroid being able to pick up uh, certain hormones like T3 and T4, uh, the majority of your thyroid uses T3. So um, what else? So that's, so those are typically the issues. So you're looking for deficiencies. Do you have enough selenium in your diet? Possibly not. Good test for that is the hair tissue mineral analysis. Do you have enough vitamin D3 in your blood serum? So that means uh, above 50. So anywhere from 50 to 70 would be great. Um, if you have low vitamin D3, it could be a reason why your thyroid isn't producing or uptaking the amount of, of thyroid. Uh, uh, the best test I know for that is a thyroid adrenal hormone test, uh, otherwise known as the stress mood and metabolism test. This is an amazing test. really loved it because it specifically pointed out to one of the things that scared me uh, about my health, which was I had a slow thyroid and I didn't know why. And I wanted to know why my doctor didn't understand that, um, because they're not trained on that. So it's really not their fault, but, um, but it would be great if they say, you know what, I don't know, you should go to an integrative health practitioner because that would have led me much quicker to the right answers. Um, but like I said, they are not, they're not trained to even think that anything exists outside of pharmacology type medicine and pharmacology does not solve problems for the vast majority of issues that we have. Uh, hence the ever increasing, uh, disease rate that we have year after year. Anyway, before I get on another tangent. So, uh, best test for that is the thyroid adrenal hormone test. Uh, the protocols that I would use would be replacing the deficiencies that the thyroid uses and eliminating the toxicities that the the um inhibit the thyroid but again we want to look at the person as a whole uh, but for the purposes of this episode i'm going to oversimplify it by just saying that um so irregular menstrual cycle and then we got one more so irregular menstrual cycle the symptoms of that would be pretty obvious it would be irregular so you wouldn't have 28 day cycles um it would bounce uh between between uh you know either longer or shorter. Um, it would be, um, more PMS based symptoms. It would be, uh, the bloating, it would be, um, a heavy flow, uh, maybe, uh, spotting before, uh, the, the, uh, first day of the menstrual cycle, which would be the first day of, uh, of bleeding basically. So trying to be delicate with the way I say it, I don't know, uh, feels like, um, like that should be fine to say, but you know, people are kind of act a little weird when a guy talks about, 
uh, menstrual cycle. So I'll just leave it at that. So it's, it's pretty obvious symptoms, especially if you're having them and not, uh, in not someone's husband or boyfriend trying to, uh, talk about it. So, uh, test protocols for that. So that would be the thyroid adrenal hormone test. You would take it between days 19 and 21 of your cycle as best as you can define. So if you have a irregular cycle, the first day of bleeding or menses would be the first day of that cycle. So then you would take on day, you would take that test. It's a, uh, finger poke test slash saliva test. And you would take it between days 19 through 21. And that, uh, would help determine where you, what's imbalanced. So your progesterone and estrogen are going to be a good indicator of how imbalanced your, those hormones are. Of course, it's best to run the complete thyroid adrenal hormone test where you're going to have your DHEA, you're going to have your, um, Cortisol throughout the day, super important. So four times a day, you're going to see where your cortisol is at, vitamin D, your thyroid panel, uh, hemoglobin A1C, and uh, thyroid antibodies as well. You, you'll feel free to look up the test if you want to see all the data points on that. Um, so that then protocols. So there's something called the um, seed cycling. So there are plenty of episodes over on the Cabral concept podcast about seed cycling. Feel free to educate yourself on that. But basically, you're going to take particular um, seeds uh, on the first part of your cycle so that it's going to be uh, basically the really overgeneralized way I can explain this is that the seeds are have an estrogen binding effect. So if you're producing too much estrogen at a certain point, uh, the seeds are going to help bind up the excess estrogen. So they help balance things out. Um, same thing with, if you have too little estrogen, so the seeds are going to help you, the uh, person doing the seed cycling to, um, boost estrogen at certain points as well. So it's just going to be, uh, pretty much trying to balance things out with seed cycling. And that's going to take, uh, quite a while because it's a natural, uh, process, uh, you know, and that's depending on again, how big the imbalances are. Uh, so that's going to be the irregular menstrual cycle protocols. So that's one of the protocols you do. Obviously there's a lot more to it, but for the purpose of this, of this episode, we're going to leave it at that. So now the gut tests, right? So yeah. Let's go over. So if you have any gut issues, here are the three best functional medicine tests to take. It's going to be the parasite stool test is a three day stool test. So that's going to help you um, know if you have parasites, but also it's going to let you know about specific uh, bacterial imbalances as well and occult blood, which is super important. And uh, the next one up is going to be the organic acid test, which is a urine taste, uh, urine test. And that's going to be a really great test. Very, very um, comprehensive. It's about 10 pages of results, goes over Krebs cycle, vitamins, um, uh, waste metabolites for bacteria, um, things like that. So you can know if you have a specific gut dys uh, dysbiosis, what what was overgrown, that sort of thing. Um, what else you're going to have the last one super important. And you can do this with a gut bundle too. So you can get a discount it is going to be the food sensitivity test. It's an IgG based food sensitivity test. And that means that it's going to look for the slow latent, uh, reactionary foods that can lead to a host of issues. Um, and including the intestinal, um, intestinal inflammation, which can lead to leaky gut. There's a portion on that test that really gives you 
pretty much the whole test can give you uh, a good indication if you if you have leaky gut. But there's a portion at the end as well that can really let you know if you have leaky uh, a sign of leaky gut. Again, not diagnosing um, anything, but at one point, did you have leaky gut? All right, so those are three gut tests. Now, when we're talking about thyroid, irregular menstrual cycle, heavy metals, and um, yes, when we're talking about uh, those three issues, it would be the thyroid adrenal hormone test for the hormone issues, but also a close second would be the hair tissue mineral analysis because your body not only regulates itself with hormones, but it also regulates itself with minerals. So minerals uh, in your tissue. So um, that's for another episode. I've done a, a good amount of uh, heavy metal, uh, or hair tissue mineral analysis based episodes. I feel free to go back to that. So that's test number two. So thyroid adrenal hormone test, which is basically two tests or more in one, the hair tissue mineral analysis, which is going to let you know toxicities as well as how your body's really functioning and responding to stress. And, um, I hope I'm not going too fast. Um, so to do, 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 do. And of course, the big five in general. So taking all of test, all of the tests would still give your practitioner a really good heads up of how your body's doing in general. So of course there is a price to that. So if you can't do the big five, which I would say save up for the big five because they do tests, um, they do sales throughout the, the year. So make sure and you can even earn some of these ones for free. If you just simply shop on equal life, um, do a subscription and then you'll get double points for every dollar. And I've already earned, I've earned, uh, so many free tests. I've earned at least maybe five. I've earned like five free tests, um, functional medicine at home lab tests. And those come with complimentary calls. I don't do those calls. Unfortunately, I would love to help you out, but if you order the test through me, you get a slight discount. Like even when it's not on sale, uh, through ordering with an integrative health practitioner, which is what I am. Um, then I can help you out with those uh, tests as well and really give you the attention that you need to be to really uh, fit the advice to your life and your lifestyle and where you're at. Um, so those are all the tests, right? We did the parasite stool test. We did the heavy metal hair tissue mineral analysis, thyroid adrenal hormone test. Uh, which is basically two tests. Um, then there's the oat test, the organic acid test, uh, the uh, food sensitivity test. So I believe those are the uh, the best six tests that you can do right at home to get a huge understanding of where you're at with your health. And I hope this episode was really helpful and that I didn't go too fast. If I did, feel free to rewind and listen to it again or ask me questions over at matthew at rootlvlwellness.com. Uh, feel free to check out my Telegram channel. The Panacea Concept uh, is what it's named for now. I may change it. Check me out on Instagram, which I don't uh, do a ton of posting there like I do on uh, my podcast. And that's simply because of censorship issues and how the right now you can't say too much about health. Imagine that you can't say too much about natural health. It's it's been like that for quite a while, but it's really ramped up recently. So most of my content will be on the Penacea Concept Telegram channel. It'll be on my podcast. Um, but if you want videos and some tips and stuff about working out and, and that sort of thing, it's going to be on Instagram. Um, so, all right. So I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye.